1: Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Live, Love, Thrive, Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360karma.com. You know, every week we have such incredible women. Uh, Next week, I wanted to mention we're going to have Melanie McGraw, who is the founder of uh, Monk Provisions, which is like the hottest new botanical drink on the market. And we're also going to be talking to Allison Robertson, who's a very accomplished actress and uh, she's also an amazing coach. And she's going to share with us her very moving story about how she uh, adopted her gay son. So you'll, you won't want to miss any of our episodes, so definitely be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, just look us up under 360Karma, Live, Love, Thrive, uh, and uh, tell your friends about it so that you don't miss any episodes and we can keep telling amazing women's stories. Speaking of amazing women, on today's show we have the incredible Haley v- Haley Vance. (laughs) And uh, she is a very um, remarkable. Uh, television producer and the executive director of Together We Will LA. And then uh, along with her, we have uh, Selena Vasquez, who also is the director of advocacy for that same organization. And then Selena also is the president-elect for Planned Parenthood Young Professionals, as well as works full-time for the Red Cross, if you can imagine. (laughs) Uh, So uh, later in the show, we're also going to meet the uh, amazing Wendy Silvers, who is the founder Of uh, Million Mamas Movement. So we're going to be talking with her. But first up, please give a warm welcome to Haley and Selena. Hi, ladies. Hi. How are you? Great. Good. Good to have you both on today. I know. You uh, have so much spare time, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, it is just amazing to me how many things that the two of you do. Um, so I, I want to talk about all of them, and I want to talk about how and why you do all these incredible things. Um, I, I always say, if you want to get something done, ask a busy woman, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so true, isn't it? Um, so, so tell me, uh, let's start with you, Haley. Okay. So I know you're in television production. Mm -hmm. You do some amazing work for, like, uh, Oxygen Mm -hmm. and some other networks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how did you end up with being in uh, television entertainment, uh, working in this nonprofit space? I I want to go back to... A a story you shared with me about your childhood yes (laughs) and uh, so because for you it started really young yeah yeah you were in
2: like grade school I was I was in third grade yeah I've always been the kind of person to stand up for things that I think are right and stand against things that I believe are wrong Mm -hmm. Um, much to the chagrin of the authority figures in my Mm -hmm. um, in my life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, in third grade the story that I that you referenced um, we had a, um, a class that was children with disabilities that had recess the same time as my third grade class. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that they did not participate in recess. They always had to stay behind and hang out in the classroom and were able to go right. outdoors. The handicapped children. The handicapped children, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was very unfair. Mm-hmm. And I inquired why and that and was you the were in third, K- grade, grade. So I was in third grade. Oh my gosh,
1: you go, girl. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, and I, I just I don't understand why they can't go outside and yeah. you know be in the fresh air and and socialize with the other kids. And yeah. the teacher said, "Well, they're different." Okay, well, you know what? So yeah. what that they're different? Let's right. figure out a way to make this work. Right. And so we ended up instituting a buddy system where mm-hmm. um, a child from the mainstream classroom would pair up with a child with disabilities, and if they were able, would go outside and um, engage in activities over recess that they could. I love that. Partake in. and this
1: was on your. Your suggestion that they did this. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Talk about born this way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And and so... um uh, do you remember any of the, the children that you got paired up with? By I any do. Chance? I do.
2: I remember a girl named Lisa, and um, we played board games a lot because she didn't want to play on the playground. And um, we actually went through school together all the way through high school and graduated together. So Aww. I didn't even think about that until you just brought it up. But wow. yeah, it was great. <laughs> we remained friends the throughout. So
1: oh, yeah, it was a really great cool.
2: experience. Obviously for the kids in the mainstream class, but with the um, for the kids with disabilities as well. It was yeah,
1: great. I think it, I bet you any. Thing that one thing that you did impacted their lives forever. You know, sometimes so. we don't think about how those little things that we do, you know, it seems like even a small thing at the present time, but sometimes it impacts people's entire lives. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, obviously it did yours because then you went on to continue to want to help people. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I
2: was always the kid in, in high school who was starting petitions if I thought something was, you know, <laughs> was not was not right. <laughs> um, and then with, uh, with this election, I um, I decided that rather than just speaking out when I think something needs to be talked about and supporting certain, you know, particular issues, that I really needed to start an organization.
1: Wow. So, yeah. so Pantsuit Nation mm-hmm. is the beginnings of uh, the organization that you guys now have a lot to do with, which is um, Together We Will, mm-hmm. LA, which is in many different cities. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I know it's, uh, if if people are in another city, it would actually be uh, T-W-W-U-S-A mm-hmm. org. Yep, exactly. But if they're here in L.A., it's Together We Will spelled out L-A dot org. Mm-hmm. So if you yep. want to get involved. Uh, and so this is like the activist arm of Pantsuit Nation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Pantsuit Nation started
2: as a way for people to share stories and come together and find um Support through the election. Right. And it has like
1: millions of. 4 million
2: you know, members. members, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Yeah. Right. And we still do maintain a Los Angeles Pantsuit chapter Oh, as yeah. Well. I look at it. Yeah. Uh, great stories. Great. It's a great
1: sh- uh, story-sharing community. Is. Yeah.
2: Yep. And the action comes out of the stories for Pantsuit Nation. Mm-hmm. For Together We Will, our action comes from other places. So it comes from what's going on with the current administration, what's going mm-hmm. on in Congress and mm-hmm. the media, that sort of thing.
1: And one interesting thing I thought you said to uh, to explain to me was that th- this organization is. Is, um, and you can address this as the director of advocacy. I'm sure <laughs> is that it's not um, it's not so much anti-Trump as it is anti-issues that you find are not right. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a proper it's explanation? pro
0: equality. So in whatever form that may be challenged, whether it's women's issues, whether it's cultural and racial issues, um, any way that gets challenged. We feel like everyone is, or we believe, everyone is equal and should have equal opportunities.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't imagine that anybody wouldn't think that. Right. But that's me. (laughs) We agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We
0: agree. And thankfully, we found a lot of people who agree as well, which kind of was a saving grace in the aftermath of the election. Is so many people who said, you know what? we're still gonna stand our ground, we're still gonna fight for what's right, and I mean, we saw it at LAX, we've seen it count, we saw it at the Women's Women's March. March. Countless yeah. times. People are coming out
1: uh, with, and up in their energy and, and their participation like mm-hmm. never before. And I think, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that I think that's the one good thing that's come out of all of this mm-hmm. is that, you know, people are rising up and people are getting uh, active and becoming activists. So uh, I think what your group is doing is great. You're 400,000 strong. And I know mm-hmm. your biggest chapter is in Southern California, mm-hmm. yeah, right? L. A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So now, so, I know you do television production, which I know is like a, a really um, all encompassing uh, <laughs> job. Mm-hmm. Yes. What kind mm-hmm. of programs are you working on on Oxygen?
2: So, I recently produced a project called the Prancing Elites Project, which um, was about a gay, transgendered black dance troupe in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, my
1: gosh. So you can imagine I want to
2: see in, that. Yeah, it was, it was a great show, um, two seasons on Oxygen Media. And um, you can imagine in Mobile they faced a lot of adversity for being a gay group, for being a male dance troupe, and for being black. Right. And um, so the, stor- the, the stories that we told on the show celebrated their talents and everything that they did to kind of call um, or bring awareness mm-hmm. to men in the dancing community. They, um, they perform a kind of dance called J-setting. Um, but it also brought to light the adversity that they faced. Still, in 2015 is when it was, especially in, in Alabama, Alabama. Alabama, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. A- and so, what what what's the takeaway from that? Is uh, is there any way to improve it? Or I mean, that's that's why there's groups like. Right. Like, together we will, right? Exactly. Yeah. The yeah.
2: takeaway is that we can never stop fighting. and We can never mm-hmm. stop sharing stories, being aware of what's going on, and mm-hmm. um, looking out for other people, the marginalized groups who need help and need protection. I bet you were so
1: glad to use your producing talents yes. on something that was, you know, <laughs> something meaningful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because we know that there's a lot of programming out there yes. that isn't. We won't say which ones. Right. <laughs> and <laughs> will I'm, not free- be I'm freelance, names.
2: so, you yeah. know, sometimes I have to take projects that yeah. are, yep. We know. understand. Yeah.
1: we won't hold you accountable.
2: Right. Yeah. But yes, yeah. it's refreshing. And yeah. Oxygen does actually have a lot of programming that um, focuses
1: on women's empowerment and marginalized groups. So I've heard yeah. that and more and more, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, we applaud them for yeah. that. And Selena, uh, wow, I don't know how you do everything you do, but I know you're the <laughs> director of advocacy for Together We Will LA. You also work with the Red Cross. Yeah. and you are the president-elect for um, the Planned Parenthood Young Professionals. I want to talk about all of those, but first I want to also touch on your background because just like Haley it seems that you know your background lent itself to what you're doing today. So I know you were telling me you were young when you were young you took a trip to the UN, uh, a school trip, and that kind of impacted the trajectory of your life.
0: Yeah, I can't remember exactly what grade it was, but we were getting a tour of the U.N., and we got to, I don't know if it's still there, but it was a, almost an art exhibit, kind of, is how they framed it, that showed defense spending for countries all around the world. Mm-hmm. And if just the top tier of those countries cut their defense by 10%, we would completely eliminate world hunger. Wow. <laughs> and that was just mind-blowing Wouldn't that to be me. a
1: beautiful thing, not to have yeah. anybody going hungry in this world? Yeah. I mean, to think that we would rather spend it on fighting.
0: Mm-hmm. Or yeah. not even fighting, preparing to fight in or preparing case we have to, to fight. fight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because even, yeah. so much of it was, I mean, yeah. at that point, this was pre-so many things that right. we now are facing.
1: And isn't it true that the U.S. spends more than anybody?
0: Oh, by a lot. <laughs> and
1: by a lot. And now, for some reason, we think we need to spend more um, while we do have all these homeless people and all these situations that where people aren't eating, uh, including our children, many children are starving. Um, I, I can't see how we weigh that, but uh, you know, it is activists and more uh, people, and I'm going to say more women running for office only because uh, a women's perspective is needed at the uh, political table in a big way. We need more Congress and Senate, and we're only 15 percent of the Congress and Senate, I believe. Uh, and so we have to absolutely boost that so mm-hmm. that we have both energies at the table, both. Uh, both bring something very valuable to the table, but it needs to be evened out. And this is one of the things that I think women tend to be more um, sensitive to, the starving children and and schooling and and things like that that um, are not being represented right now in in our government, in our country anyway. Um, Wouldn't you agree? Yes, agreed. So, 100%, yeah. And so what you guys are doing is is working toward things like that. So you're affiliated, I know, with Planned Parenthood, which everybody is talking about, you know, being on the chopping block and it's a very serious situation. Your young professionals group um, does fundraising for them, yes?
0: We do fundraising. We do mm. awareness raising events. Mm. Um, it's a very busy month. I believe tomorrow is actually the voting on the bill that would cut funding. Uh, mm. So it's a very stressful week. Mm-hmm. Um, And as the Young Professionals group, it's a bunch of people across many different disciplines who Mm -hmm. believe in Planned Parenthood, support the mission, and are just really committed to doing everything we can to help out. So sometimes that means putting on a fundraiser, which Mm -hmm. we do really awesome and fun ones, like Drag Queen Bingo and things like that. Um, Sometimes it's going out into the neighborhoods. There's a relatively new clinic in West Hollywood uh, that we're still helping to promote and mm-hmm. let people know is there. Um, yeah, because uh, of many things. of these services
1: have already been abolished in some states, right? And that's a scary thing. And I think if, I like to use this platform to educate people. And um, I think some of the viewers might uh, have this uh Uh, falsehood that you know maybe their religion they don't believe in uh, let's say abortion and they just associate Planned Parenthood with that but they don't realize that it's it's also so much more Uh, it it provides health care and and all sorts of things preventative health care and uh, I, I'll let Absolutely. you fill me in. Yeah, I
0: mean, the, some of the biggest things Planned Parenthood is doing are cancer screenings, which are people of all ages or yeah. helping provide birth control, which, hey, if you have birth control, you don't have to. You never wind up pregnant in the right. first place. Um, and they're also really great at responding to the community. Uh, so I believe last year we started partnering with Martin Luther King Hospital because the community said there isn't enough prenatal care available. Right. So now Planned Parenthood's working with the hospital to provide prenatal care. Right. Uh, in Antelope Valley, there's a clinic where we offer primary care because right. there weren't enough primary care doctors in the community. Right. So as an organization, it's really, they're really great at. Communicating with community, being partners with the community, and just filling whatever needs they can.
1: Right. That's a beautiful thing. And I wanted people to know that. But, you know, that's why we need to set uh, religion aside and look at humanity Mm -hmm. and and say uh, this is – you know, if uh, you saw that movie uh, Moonlight. It's a perfect example of how someone is born into a situation. Mm -hmm. And so when people are of uh, privilege, they need to understand that some people weren't born into that. And so these are the uh, types of services that help people that weren't born into that privilege. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not their choice. They were born into that situation, especially the children. Um, Do they have an opportunity to hopefully move out of that? Yes, that part is a choice. But where people are born into is not. And so... um, that's what people have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they want to use their religion in that capacity, it's to use their heart to care about humanity. Mm-hmm. And so I applaud you that you're working with that organization as well. And uh, that's all volunteer work, by the way, the two things I just mentioned that you're doing. So let's talk about you also, uh, your your full-time real job is to work with um, uh, Red Cross, right? Yeah, I'm yeah.
0: actually relatively neither. I'm in my second week at the Red Cross and still oh. just blown away. I feel like every day I learn about new things the Red Cross has been doing for 100 years now that I wow. just never realize. Wow. From preventative care to there's a really big Prepare LA movement mm-hmm. um, to now, disaster. Now, Prepare LA resourcing. is for
1: uh, in case of earthquakes. Is that um, what that is or? I'm not
0: quite sure everything it encompasses. Uh, I know it does involve earthquake preparation. Right. But they also are doing things like putting smoke alarms in because the top thing they respond to as an organization are home fires. Oh, wow. Which you don't really think about. But if everything you own is burned down, what do you do? Where Mm -hmm. do you go? Right. If you're privileged, like you were saying, you can check into a hotel. But what if you're not? Mm -hmm. Right. What if you don't have a credit card to check into a hotel? Right, Mm right. So the Red Cross is going in there. Uh, They're helping find you shelter, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's a a large building and they're making a shelter or finding a hotel for you to go to or things, Mm -hmm. and pretty much staying with you and helping you figure out what comes next. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what do you two do in your spare time? You know, for anybody who's
1: listening and not volunteering, I want them to hear the two of you stories because everybody can make time to volunteer. Absolutely. And yeah. you just have to find which one resonates with you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so for you guys, I know it's uh, Together We Will. Mm-hmm. Now, Tell me some upcoming events with Together We Will that people might want to get involved with. Or.
2: We're going to be going to the ACA March tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we encourage everybody to come out. Is that
1: downtown? Or um, It is, yeah, yeah it's downtown. Um, Wasn't the Women's March amazing? It it really was. It was very inspiring. Yes, it was. Uh, How many people were there? 750,000. Yeah, quite I think they were expecting like 50 to 100. It was Mm -hmm. kind of amazing. I know we have a picture of that. The largest
0: single-day protest Mm. in history. In
1: history, yeah, and around the world, millions, yeah. I mean, that Mm -hmm. says something about, you know, that the consciousness of the – uh, entire world is is a feminine uprising. Yep. Uh, and when I say that, I include the men because there are so many men feminists. Half the people there at the Women's March were men, so
0: mm-hmm. We're yeah. all in this together. Yeah. yeah, we
1: are in this together. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so, uh, the we March also have
2: Yep, and we also have monthly advocacy training events. Oh. So if people are new to activism and they want to get kind of the 101 on how to be involved, mm-hmm. we partner with the National Council of Jewish Women LA in oh, the Fairfax great. district. And every month there are opportunities for People from the community together. We will uh, members, but even uh, community members at large to come mm-hmm. and learn how to get more involved. So um, our most recent one was last Sunday, mm-hmm. and there was a panel of um, activist experts talking about rally and protest, rallies and protests, uh, safety, effectiveness, knowing your rights. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have um, the next one is April second, and it focuses on human trafficking and how you can. Wow. Get and involved that's when, in April stopping 2nd. April
1: 2nd. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, uh, Deborah Alessi, has an organization called Face Forward. Uh, she's been on the show and they uh, help reconstruct the faces of women who've been domestically battered um, and also uh, trafficked mm-hmm. and um, it's an, uh, that otherwise couldn't afford it, obviously. So wonderful organization, mm-hmm. Face Forward. They help them on the inside and out. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, so I think there's two type of people that would be listening. One is somebody who says, You know what, I wanna be an activist but I don't know how mm-hmm. so to come to uh TW uh, Together we, Together will, we LA will LA, LA mm-hmm. dot org, Mm -hmm. or if they're in another city, they could start their own, uh, Mm -hmm. TWWUSA.org. Okay, wonderful. You can also search
2: for us on Facebook, too. Oh, beautiful. Yep. Yep. So there's a landing page you can go to to join the organization.
1: Great. Mm -hmm. And this way, uh, they can come learn how to be an activist, Mm because I do think some people are like, I want to do this. I don't know where to begin. Right. And then we have our other people that are kind of on the sidelines saying, I'll let somebody else do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think we don't have any room for that right no. now. No, I mean we need everyone. There's no joke in that saying. Together, we're stronger. Together, mm-hmm. and everybody's got to play their part now because uh, you can't sit on the sidelines and and say what happened when everything collapses. Right. Uh, instead, we all have to find whatever organization it is that we want to be uh, putting time into. Mm-hmm. And start making a difference. I mean, isn't that why we're here?
2: Yes, absolutely. And if you don't yeah. have, people say they don't have time, and I totally understand that, but yeah. there are things that you can actually do from home. You can donate to support organizations that you believe in. Right. There's phone banking. You can do mm-hmm. virtual phone banking from your living room and, you know, yes. ca- call uh, to support issues. Um, but also, people need to vote. So we just yes. had our municipal elections. Yes, in the, And we had 12% pathetic. pathetic voter turnout. Yep. Yep. So it's not just joining non-profit organizations and inviting, it's being engaged in civics and being a responsible
1: citizen and voting. Right. And we need to elect more uh, uh, women into uh, local. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've had Lindsay Horvath and uh, Lauren Meister on, who are both um, city officials in the city of West Hollywood. Uh, But we need more women in politics. And the only way is if uh, women get out and men who support them uh, to vote for them in local elections. Mm -hmm. That's how we'll (laughs) end up with more in the Senate and Congress and uh, uh, one day, yes, <laughs> the, the the big the big position. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's what's next for you, for you two? Uh, well, you know. I just
0: wanted to add one thing yeah. when we we're talking about the people who may not know where to get started. A lot of these volunteer-based organizations have needs that are kind of all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a graphic designer, say you may be able to do something that's right up your alley. What a great idea! It's not necessarily that you have to phone bank or go out and vote. Right. What are your skills? Mm-hmm. Contact an organization you believe in. Right. Let